Welcome to uh, Conspiracy Beer Me. I am Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. There is no cracking or anything there. Uh, and this is mm. just seltzer. Still dry January for me. Well, it was dry. I, I made it till... <laughs> <laughs> you made it four days, five days? I made it five days. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about an important anniversary today on our patron episode, okay. which is where I think uh, me personally, for those uh, that are, are tuning in, uh, love our patrons. And so I always enjoy talking about uh, topics that I particularly like. Yeah. Um, and uh, usually that means you particularly like it. And I know this is one that you, you enjoy as well. Yeah. And essentially what we're talking about here is uh, a great American. I guess he's somewhat American, Aust- Austrian, Croatian. Yeah. So what is he? He's East Eastern Bloc. Eastern Bloc. Yeah. But he uh, he he died uh, January 7th, 1943. So the anniversary of his death is just days away. Um, and that's Nikola Tesla. Oh, yeah. N- mm-hmm. Nikola. Invented that N- car Nikola. company. Yeah. He did. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he's, it's, it's a shame that he's most well-known for that car company. It is. Because um, really, Elon Musk and him have very little in common. Yeah. Elon Musk is more of an Edison guy. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, what struck me uh, about this topic is uh, something popped up in my news feed. Um, that was just released like today, oh. January 5th, a major announcement from Osea Inc. You ever heard of Osea? Mm-mm. No. It's uh, it's the company behind what's called the Coda Real Wireless Power. Power oh. that's delivered over air at a distance without the need for line of sight. Today, oh. January 5th, 2022, they announced... Their award-winning, first-of-its-kind Coda Power Table, mm. uh, which will be made available to purchase everywhere that has regulatory approval. Uh, the Coda Real Wireless uh, technology is approved in, I think, 40-ish countries worldwide. And essentially what it is, in case you're, you're, you're Googling it at home. I am. Or, I am or, Googling yeah. it at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a table that you don't have to plug it into the wall. Oh, man, that's amazing. I hate cord so much yeah yeah so it's a it's a table that is powered by electricity that comes to you i don't know there's probably something in the wall that you have to plug in but i don't know yeah you probably but, uh, but then like one of those charging mats i assume but it's a whole right table. and then you just you can just put your phone on the table right and so like there's like this is you know they, they want to put it all over airports they want to put it in universities and library and, you know in the public trains whatever wherever where you can just like I gotta charge my phone. Boom! I just set it down. My phone's charging. There's no cables, but it, but the the idea is that we can transport electricity over air at a distance without the need of line for sight. And when I read this today, I was like, "Well, yeah, that's just what Nicholas Tesla yeah. was doing back in like the 19th century." Yeah. Um, so that got me thinking about Tesla, and then I was like, "Man, you know what?" I looked it up and Tesla died on January 7th, 1943. And I'm like, what a better topic. Yeah, this is great. Than talking about Nikola's Tesla. I think that Tesla's stake stock. Yeah. His stock has risen uh, in the last 20 ish years Mm -hmm. since the 1990s. Uh, And and that has come with a lot of mythology and misattribution of his inventions. A lot of stuff he did not invent. He innovated. um, And I think, I mentioned that because Tesla would have been enormously annoyed at the fact that people called him the inventor of some things. Oh, um, really? 
because he he was an innovator and he did not unlike uh thomas edison his great rival who we'll talk about um uh tesla did not feel the need for uh financial or uh success or fame he was a showman none, nonetheless but mm-hmm. he did not he did he was not in it to have his name which is one reason why his name was not you know publicized very much oh right yeah um but in any case, he he has. I think he's come. He's he's more famous now than he was thirty years ago. Is my point. Yeah. Some of that's because of the the the, the couple of movies have had him in there as kind of characters and that kind of stuff. And there's been some some documentaries that have come out and other other things. Yeah. One's called Tesla's Death Ray. Yeah. That's a doc. Oh, we're gonna talk about the Death Ray. Ooh, oh, that's, that's exciting. Nuts. Yeah, that's cool. Um. So he, but he was an in, inventor, innovator, an engineer, and a futurist. Uh, born in uh in austria okay but i i think he was serbian though but yeah, he was definitely yeah. born in austria okay but maybe back then i don't you know the countries were weird back then yeah they were they, they were aren't like, the same as they are now and everyone was like a refugee i think you never really had a yeah home. yeah like it's like never so like yeah so he but he eventually uh emigrated to the u.s in 1884 uh, he was born uh kind of in, in a weird like almost mythological lightning storm of epic proportions oh really that's cool what a fun uh, way to begin your life yeah like where his midwife was like uh he is going to be a child of darkness and his mom was like <laughs> no he's a child of light and he oh, literally wow. uh, became a child <laughs> of light um, sounds like it was written after the fact yes yeah, so, yeah yeah <laughs> uh, super smart guy by the way uh worked very young age in the very new industries of telephone and uh electricity he moved to uh, the United States in 1884. He might have been like in his early 20s at this point. Um, and he was just like this precocious 17-year-old who, while working on uh, uh, for an electric company across the pond, like he was like 18, 19. And he, they're like, he can fix anything, right? He oh, was yeah. like, yeah. So he, he, he got it, which I don't know if that was a big deal back then. Right, because you had to fix everything. Right. Well, right. And it probably was like he's willing to touch it, you know, like <laughs> yeah, he just like, he just sort of figured out like this stuff won't kill you immediately. Yeah, he just figured right? out how to ground himself. Yeah, that's right. He just um, so I, I got a cord tangled on my God foot. damn it. And I told uh, you, I hate these cords. God, wireless. <laughs> Why did Tesla die? Yeah, like a puppet right now. <laughs> um, uh, a marionette, yeah. uh, if you will. Uh, all right. And, and so anyway, uh, he goes to the U.S. Uh, in 1884 and uh, at the behest of whoever his uh, project manager was, who was working for Edison. And he began working in Edison's machine workshop in New York City. Now, Edison, of course, uh, very, very famous mm-hmm. inventor. Uh, uh, and he was the, the wizard of Menlo Park, Menlo Park, New Jersey. But he set up shop. Uh, he set up kind of like a a showroom in uh, New York city. This was weird. This was like a, this was a time in, in history where inventors were almost entertainers. Oh yeah. Cause you had to sell it, right? He was a showman. Very much a yeah. showman. That's a really good way of putting it. He was a showman. Like a circus person, but with actual in- ability to make something. Yeah. But there was not a real, there wasn't a real fine line in the late 19th century maybe there's not a fine line now between magic and, uh, and, and science, the, the yeah. lines were more blurred. Right. In my mind. Yeah. Um, Cause people were dumb. 
Well, they're dumb now. Well, yeah, but they were even dumber. Then they're like, oh, my God, there's light coming out of that. What's that glass thing? What's that? Yeah. Oh, it's a bulb. But, but when you see a magic trick now, mm-hmm. you think, well, that's a trick. That's sleight of hand or yeah, some yeah. device that, like, when, in, when, I, when I, if I were ever shown the trick, I would be like, oh, that's, that's so easy. I can't believe I didn't realize that sooner. Right. Back then, people were shown what they thought was magic. And they're like, no, that's re- that's really su- that's really science. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like what? You know? Like they would yeah. just be like. So they, I think that, which in, in turn, I think when a guy made a card disappear and and reappear inside of a bottle, they're like, he can teleport stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they actually thought that, right? Yeah. Which yeah. I, it, it. It's more ignorance so, than stupidity. I think you're just ignorant to. Yeah, I'm not. Scams yeah. that people are throwing out there and things like that. Man, I bet back in the day, this is. If there's probably if you knew magic, you probably had two paths: a lot of money from pickpocketing and just sleight of hand and ripping mm-hmm. people off, or pretending you're a good person and ripping them off with ticket sales. This is this is correct. Yeah, I I have said for years, and I thought this was a real a real statement that would like I said it for a while, and like no one really got behind. It. I said, but but the the only true artist is a con artist. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like they that. genuinely make you believe something. Yeah. That they can genuinely make you believe something. And and that's a that's what true art. I, I think con art is a real genuine art form. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I just I mean comedy's kind of a con art in a in a in Yeah, a it's a trick. Comedy's a trick. Yeah. Yeah. So um so anyway, uh so he worked for Thomas Edison, brilliant guy, worked all night, did never slept, like just sort of Edison reincarnated. Um, but eventually Edison kind of like he, he liked to say good idea, but it's not practical mm. um, because what Tesla was uh, interested in was a different form of electricity, uh, supplying electricity uh, rather than DC, which was Edison's baby. Mm. Uh, direct current, direct current. He was uh, interested in an AC induction motor, an alternating current, alternating current. People think that Tesla invented alternating current. He didn't. It was already around. Mm. He just innovated and perfected the idea um, that that and he did it with the funding of a name that's probably familiar to most people, which is uh, I think it's George Westinghouse, which became oh, yeah. Westinghouse Electric. Um, and, and that was really where Edison and, and Tesla split. And that will figure uh, later on in our in our story. Oh, okay. um, so. Uh, you know, Edison had invented first the phonograph and then the light bulb. And to power the light bulb, he didn't really have a source of electricity to sell it, right? So that was the problem. It's like, hey, I got this thing, and you're like, okay, how do I? Right. He has no infrastructure. He has no. He has no infrastructure. Right. It's at like all. a Tesla car without the charging stations. It's exactly what it's like. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, well, I'll invent the method for it. And so he invented direct current. Uh, which it works. Direct current work. We still use direct current uh, to some regard, but yeah. dire- direct current only works. It's a very inefficient system. So from where the current is uh, stored to where it's used, you lose a lot if it's a long distance. So it just, you had to have lots and lots of power stations very, very close to people's homes, which wasn't practical. So Tesla went out and invented alternating current and with Westinghouse money. And he got, he got Westinghouse bought his patents for like, 
fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Okay, which is and a lot of back sudden, then. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's a ton of money. Yeah, I don't know how much money, but it was a lot of money. Okay, um, and and with that, Tesla had the money he he wanted to kind of start out on his own. So he started his own company in New York with a showroom, and he started building uh, out on uh, Long Island, the Warden Cliff Tower. Oh yeah, we did an episode on this. I remember. Well, now. we yeah. Kind we, of. We touched, touched. We touched on it because yeah. Wardenclyffe is is steeped in mystery. In fact, I found out today that there's apparently some kind of role playing game or one of those stupid things that is based <laughs> on like I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not not <laughs> role playing game. Uh, no, I'm saying is that it's it's out on. It's based on in Wardenclyffe Tower. It's about the mysteries of Wardenclyffe, which was a, an extremely mysterious thing. You take what is arguably the smartest man on the planet, give him a ton of money, and he goes out to Long Island and just spends all of it building this massive tower with an even more massive structure underneath. Yeah. It's like a mushroom shaped thing with a giant thing. Underneath yeah. It. Yes. And, uh, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about Wardenclyffe uh, in, in a little bit. Um, now Tesla was an eccentric guy too. Um, very eccentric dude. Obsessed with the number three. Really? Yeah. Like he walked around a building three times before he'd enter the door. Okay, that's obsessive. He, he he tapped he tapped in threes all the time. Like he, hmm. he he wrote things three times. He was just he was like yeah he he probably had some kind of 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 something yeah something that was mine mine was messed up yeah but uh, in a good way. I mean yeah, uh, photographic memory that's pretty common, right? Like he mm-hmm. could read a book and he could recall it page by page, word for word. Wow. Uh, he he claimed. I mean, I, I, he claimed. I don't know how you could prove this, but I also don't know why he'd be lying. That he saw, he, he could visualize things in three dimensions. So like he could see something, and he could he could visualize all. He could see all sides of it, rather than like you and I, which I think we just kind of kind of see a, a rough two dimensional sketch of it in our minds. Hmm. Like I, I that's I know that's hard to to imagine, but that's what he claims. Huh. Right? That he could, no, um, I I imagine in three D. Is that not a thing that people do? You're telling me? <laughs> you telling me that this sucker is nuclear? Are you telling me you can see in three D? Like, give me an like, like who can't? I mean, I I can't. I'm confused by. I guess I don't understand it because I don't understand not being able to not. <laughs> I don't know. You really can see in three D? I like imagine. Like I mean, I can imagine it in three D, but I don't know. That's just. I mean, I thought that. What's was the difference between a visualization and an imagine? Uh, yes. Now we're getting into. I don't even know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just confused by this. It's like that's uh, weird. You know, we're not. We're. I didn't really wasn't going to talk about this uh, in depth, but uh, he also had. We're going to talk about some of his crazy ideas that were never invented. But one of them was he was convinced he could photograph uh, memories oh, or wow. or thoughts, mm-hmm. and he was like, his idea was that like when you think of something an image in your mind which must be somehow reflected in your in your mind's eye which is somehow capturable in your eye so he developed this sort of idea for essentially like catching the moment of a thought reflecting it onto an image that could be Mm. captured by a, a photographic device you know they're doing this now uh, yeah, <laughs> they are. yeah, that's, yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Every pretty much everything they're doing now, you're like, oh yeah, Tesla. Mm-hmm. Um, he couldn't stand the sight of pearls. He wouldn't talk to women with pearls on. Really? 
He was a sharp dressed guy. He, he he thought that dressing nice was necessary for success, but he did not like pearls for some reason. Hmm. Would not speak to a woman with a pearl necklace. <laughs> Is it just like uh, oyster dingleberries? He just thought it was yeah, dirty. Something and about it. Uh, that's a, it's huh. a weird. It's a weird. That's a weird quirk to me. That is a weird quirk. I wonder um, if there's other people out there like that. Hmm. It's probably what's what's a pearl phobia called? A, f- a phobia. Pearl. <laughs> no. Right. What is oh, that? No, I'm gonna have to Google this. Oh yeah. All first right. thing I type: pearl phobia. First hit. Nikola Tesla had that's a fear a of gems and pearls. Weird, huh? Oh, here we go. Here we go. It's uh, because it's spherical, and he mm. didn't like that because uh, that kind of geometry caused discomfort to him uh, in his childhood when he didn't know how to control his gift. That's and that's coming from Istvan G. Kokosis, an expert on Quora. <laughs> so you know it's true. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> That sounds real Dr. Philly to me. It does, yeah. I mean, just, okay. <laughs> uh, well, um, after uh, uh, Wardenclyffe fell through, uh, we're, we're, uh, by the way, his experiments at Wardenclyffe uh, were in wireless energy uh, production and wireless communication, and uh, he was very, very successful. The problem was is that uh, once he ran out of money from Westinghouse, he turned to a new benefactor, guy by the name of jp morgan you ever oh, heard of yeah him? yeah he's a yeah. banker billboards on the side of the no don't i see jp morgan billboards uh i guess I probably think. i don't know yeah wasn't he a banker I mean, and investment guy i uh, among other things but he was heavily invested in the electrical oh, okay. uh industry the electric industry that by the way tesla had helped build tesla built the first hydroelectric power plant at niagara falls and uh by this point Alternating current had become the dominant uh, form of electricity. That pissed transfer. Edison off. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about that. Oh, okay. That's great. Uh, but uh, but he uh, he, J.P. Morgan when he, when he realized how successful <laughs> Tesla was at Wardcliffe, he's like, "Fuck you! I'm not giving you more money." And he's like, "Why not?" He's like, "Well, because you're going to put me out of business, right? My oh, whole wow. business okay. is built upon transfer of electric energy from hydroelectric power stations and." Like no, it's 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 very similar to like when uh, Edison first invented DC current, the gas and oil people really tried to put him out of business. Oh yeah, I mean that's a, that's a common thing, mm-hmm. right? It's a common thing in in technology is that when you invent something that's really a disruptive technology, the powers that control the dominant technology will spend a lot of money keeping you from getting your invention to the market. Yeah. There's a movie called who killed the hydrogen car or something. Yeah. Or right, the electric right. car. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, there's and, count. Yeah. It's like so many things, right? There's tons of conspiracies about free energy devices and the people always end up dead. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Right. I mean, why would you let somebody, if you, if you are captain of a ship that's worth trillions of dollars, right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, we got to kill this person off. Right. And you're like, well, what if it goes wrong? Like, what's the worst that could go wrong? A billion dollars? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, okay, sue us. Okay, I'll sue you for a billion dollars. Fine. We lost a billion. We still have the other $999 billion that we're yeah. worth. So, yeah, it makes total sense to me that, that, you know, why Tesla and everybody's been fought against for so long. Okay. Well, after after Wardenclyffe kind of fell through because he couldn't finish it, he ran out of money. He he got another benefactor uh, back to Westinghouse who set him up in uh, Colorado Springs, 
Colorado. You ever been to Colorado Springs? I have, yeah. Isn't that just... Uh, oh, no, I've been to Golden. That's where I've been. Golden, Colorado. Yeah, I've been to Colorado Springs. Okay. Very high up, very high elevation, and ha- is famed for its lightning storms. Oh, okay. Incredible lightning storms. And he wanted to build a station to observe electrical power in 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 its in the wild. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that kind of I mean, he so, to watch so, lightning fuck. Yeah, he wanted yeah, he wanted yeah. to see we but it's a good it's a good point which, you know, we take electricity for granted because none of us really have grown up without it. Right. Rarely without electricity. I I remember growing up you would be without electricity like sometimes. Like, right, like camping now. Even now, even campgrounds have electricity. Right, I mean, most people, my kids will never they they'll never be without electricity. Almost, yeah. Well, not until at least the meteor hits or end of the well, world. So hopefully, yeah. 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 Um, well, so, but but back in the you know the eighteen hundreds, and this is like the, right around the turn of the century that he goes to um, Colorado Springs. Electricity was still a relatively novel thing. And Tesla wanted to study a place where he could see how, because essentially, if you think about it, lightning is a transfer electricity wirelessly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, the, 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 the ground shock comes up and pulls electricity out of the air. So obviously the electricity exists somewhere in our atmosphere mm-hmm. and it's pulling it down to the ground. And then, the area around it is is sort of charged for a time being. And so he, he observed this for a while, and then he built a incredible uh, facility out there with uh, um, a retractable roof. It was wired up in ways that people didn't really understand. Um, it had a 140-foot-tall metal mast that supported a large copper ball. He had a uh, one of the largest Tesla coils ever built at the time inside of it. Um, and he just was, call them coils. I think he probably just called them. I don't think they called them. Tesla <laughs> coils then. Him. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool. If he did, I yeah. mean, yeah, this is a Tesla like, coil. Yeah. Like if Elon Musk were they called Fords, I guess they were called Ford cars. Yeah. After Fords. That's the only car we have. Dodge Chevrolet. No other cars are really named for a, a dude, right? No, no. Uh, Ferraris are. Yeah, yeah. Ferrari. Ferrari's a dude. But Elon's aren't great. Is it a great name? <laughs> it's a Musk's. shit car. There was a Tucker car, and that was a flop. There was a Tucker. That's That, that was also killed off. Another conspiracy. A flop, but a great car. Mm-hmm. First car with headlights that turned when you went around a corner. First car with seatbelts. Mm-hmm. Um, First car with three headlights. Three headlights. It was a great. It was a great movie too, by the way. Yeah, it was. Um, um, so, um, so he went out there, and then he started really figuring some stuff out, which was cool because he had this Tesla coil and this giant rod to basically capture electricity, and then he could send it to different places. Oh. And some of his some of his findings were so ahead of their time his contemporaries and even people in the decades after were like, that's, that's impossible. Really? There's no way that's possible. Like you may have seen, if you ever saw the prestige where he plays a, a a minor role, his character does, um, they, they stick light bulbs into the ground Mm -hmm. and they turn on. 
he he really did that. He's he charged a long distance away a field where they could plug in light bulbs and hmm. illuminate light bulbs without any wires whatsoever, just through electric impulses and wireless through the air. Well, that's crazy because uh, now you can do that with like CFLs under power lines. Yes. Which, so I guess it's just a byproduct of that. But yeah, back yeah. then, I can't even imagine how they would. Right. Uh, well, well, what, what he began to realize, um, which again was so far ahead of its time that people thought that it, that was, it was that he couldn't possibly be right, is that, that what he called extra low frequency signals that are exist uh, within our within our atmosphere, that if you could hone in on those uh, extra low frequency signals, and you could get the resonant frequency correct, you could transport sound, light, electricity, so you could communicate anything. And and he found that uh, uh, the resonant frequency of uh, the ionosphere was about eight megahertz, eight hertz. Okay. And so he's like, if you can tune something to eight hertz, you can transport whatever you want through the ionosphere. And people were like, now that's complete, utter nonsense. There's no way he could have known that. And then in the 1950s, researchers were looking into transporting energy, electricity, and signals through the ionosphere. And damn it, they found out that the resonant frequency of the ionosphere is eight hertz. And, and, and it was so groundbreaking that the government built an entire agency, the High Frequency Active Oral Research Program, otherwise known as HARP, mm -hmm. which we've talked about, yeah. uh, which basically uses the 50 to 400 mile uh, ionosphere, which is the, the sort of the space above our atmosphere that bumps up against space. It uses it essentially to send information electricity hmm. does all kinds of experiments. We've talked about this, right? I mean, they, yeah. they, that, that's how they control the weather. Um, they have been running and that's what Tesla was figuring out is like, there are high, there are, there are resonant frequencies in different areas of atmosphere that you can tune into and essentially use for communication, which by the way, that's how all wireless communication transfer of energy, electricity all works to this day. Right. Right. I mean, Tesla, uh, two men won the Nobel Prize for the radio in 1907, I believe. Uh, Tesla never won the Nobel Prize. Again, part of it was because he, he didn't really care and he didn't have a press person pushing for it. But the guys that won it in 1907, the U.S. Patent Office later retracted their patent and gave it to Tesla because he had figured out how to transport using radio waves um, sound and music. Um, oh, so Vindicated. Um, vindicated great guy um, <laughs> yeah one night while he was in his lab um and using this radio transmission signal um, now remember this is like 1899 he's the only person on the planet who's transmitting radio signals right he received a radio signal back oh and from earth he says it was not from earth Oh. He believed that he received an extraterrestrial radio signal. Now, this claim has come under incredible scrutiny because, uh, I mean, how are you gonna how are you gonna believe that? I don't know. Right. But it turns out there were some other people uh, communicating with um, with radio signals at the time, unbeknownst to Tesla. And 
people say it points at Tesla's sort of inherent arrogance that he just thought that no one else could possibly be as smart as him. But a lot of people say now he definitely ran up against those people at Wardencliffe later on because he went back there. Okay. But a lot of people think that whatever he whatever he recorded in his journal well in Colorado Springs is not the same as what he recorded later on where he thought he had contacted them again. Um, so in other words, at least in his experience, he got a radio signal in like 1899, 1900 from some source other than himself, which if true, whether it's terrestrial or not, is absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. That's Cause wild. we don't know who it is exactly. Now we know Never about figured. the other one because they, they they've sort of corroborated that one as being possible at least this one makes no sense and he did he thought it was from outer space did it, did it say anything no he couldn't understand just it. Lot, he just knew, bleep blops he just he just knew that it was a it was a signal coming in oh, okay. i mean it's sort like of like the, that fast wow radio signal burst. yeah that's... yeah like the wow yeah it's sort of like you turn on something and you're like you know like if we open up the james webb telescope we're like, let's just see if uh, see if it's working. There's just a giant eyeball like looking at us, <laughs> and you're just like, well, okay, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it was. He's just like, this is crazy. So, hmm. um, now um, in uh, Tesla's life, one of the great stories is uh, his battle with his former boss and great rival Thomas Edison, um, and it it came to a head in 1893 at the Chicago World Fair. Now, I I somewhat, when I look back in history, I think it'd be really cool to go to one of these old, late 19th century world's fair. Yeah, they'd be, they have a lot. It's like going to CES but back in the day, but it's all... What's like CES? Consumer Electronics Show. That's what's oh, happening right oh, now it, in Las Vegas. Oh, that's that what's going on. Yeah. yeah. But it, I mean, except like... I think you're right, except I think it was even more magical and mind blowing because it was just that, you know, hey, I stepped right up to the new Ford, the Ford oh, car. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, what's you, a car? Oh my are you God. You're driving a horse, sir? Why are you driving a horse? Take your <laughs> wife out in a car, you know? It's like and that it guy just, next to him selling steering wheels for horses, and you're like, you're yeah. old school, buddy. Right. It, it, it was like, like here in North Carolina, for those of you that aren't, aren't from this, uh, old north state that we live in we have a great state fair um i haven't gone for the last two uh covid parties but uh i used to go every year but there's one section of the fair that's called the world of yesteryear oh yeah i love that spot and you go in and it's it's uh no electrical machines it's all handmade crafts and it's like i think like that the world of yesteryear would have been like the world of tomorrow oh I mean, yeah that yeah. They're like, what is this thing called whittling? Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> you have a loom. And uh, but I, I picture it as that part of the fair where there's people selling you stuff, but it's selling you like cars and trains and telephones and phonographs and just just an, a, an array of devices. And powering all of this is this battle between Edison and Tesla, uh, Tesla slash. Westinghouse Electrics to provide and supply power to the 1893 World's Fair. 
Cheers to 2022 and resolutions you can actually keep. How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop into 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code CBM20 for 20% off plus free ship. It's a new year, new me, with the global leaders and below-the-waist grooming. This year, take your package to the next level with their Performance Package 4.0 and brand-new Ultra Premium Body Wash. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the Signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. That's right, you got some loose balls, so trim them. The advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate nuts. A grooming routine isn't complete without applying Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver before showing off your 2022 self. These unique formulations take care of the smelliest part of your body and are a big boost to your confidence into the new year. Kick discomfort and poor hygiene to the curb this year and use the best tools for the job. Whether your resolution is to work out more or travel to new places, be sure to travel to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer plus 20% off plus free shipping with the code CBM20. That's right, get 20% off and free shipping with the code CBM20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use CBM20. It's a new year, no pubes in 2022 with Manscaped. This battle had been looming because, again, uh, DC current works fine, mm-hmm. but it's really inefficient uh, and it's slow. Uh, and it's uh, it's expensive. AC current, a lot cheaper. You can have less power plants. But what you need is you need a, a transmitter, a transformer, which we probably you guys, we, we all know what a transformer is, because that's what kills squirrels. Yeah, sometimes and shuts your <laughs> yeah. power down. For yeah. a bit, right. You, you get like this. You have a you have a power plant. And then you have a substation, which I'm sure everybody knows what a substation looks like. And then that substation delivers high voltage electricity that will kill you mm-hmm. to a to a uh, a transformer which then delivers what's essentially direct current in into your home oh right yeah which is why if you stick your finger in a socket mm-hmm. uh like i did the other day uh, <laughs> uh i wasn't i wasn't trying to kill myself no, uh, no. <laughs> but uh uh it it uh it won't kill you it'll shock you yeah but if you if like you know, like if a power line's down, don't and you go it. pick up a don't if it's yeah, don't touch it, right? Yeah, bad news because it'll kill you, right? Yeah. Like it, 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 and so what Edison did is he went to great lengths to run a a very active smear campaign to smear alternating current as being unsafe. Okay. And you know what he did? Like his main tactic. What did he do? He electrocuted animals. Oh my like, god! Uh, he he rounded up dogs and he would like kill dogs through electrical accidents. Oh uh, and uh, uh, or or one time he even killed an elephant. He oh yeah, there's a video. There's a video of, of the of elephant. Him, yeah, yeah, electrocuting an elephant. And then to be fair, uh, let me uh, let me. A lot of people are angry about this, but to be fair, that elephant was a pedophile. I think most no i think elephants are are kind oh pachyderm pachyderm i get them confused yeah that's what it was (laughs) pachyderm pachyphile yeah i mean he he uh not not the only time an an elephant has been killed um for 
for very, very poor reasons, by the yeah, way. Yeah, most I think most of the time. I don't think there's a good reason to kill an elephant. Ah, uh, they're tusks. Doesn't that, doesn't that, <laughs> so I can th- make some cool jewelry. Doesn't that make you like your? Does it make your dick hard or something like? Oh, that? Oh yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, mean, I think China. it's got at least some. I mean, it's not a good reason, but no, no, no. There was an elephant killed in uh, in uh, in Irwin, Tennessee, very small town on the border of North Carolina. Uh, it killed uh, it killed a kid at the at the circus. Oh, it wasn't the elephant's fault. Oh no, it may have killed a trainer, but it, it may have gotten out and killed a kid. I don't know. Also. We're keeping these things captive. Go ahead, yeah. kill who's keeping you captive. Yeah. And anyway, they they uh, the elephant was tried. It's the only time in history that a, <laughs> yeah, they've held a trial, and he was found guilty of murder. Is in Tennessee. To death, and they they I swear to God, and they hung him from a bridge. Shut. They put a noose uh. around an elephant's neck, and they walked him. They forced him off the bridge, and he uh. hung to death. This is in Tennessee or North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, pictures. You can see pictures. Yeah, uh, Tennessee, oh. luckily, but oh god, god it's close. What god, is it's going close. on. Yeah, it's it's bad. Why would they? That makes no sense. There's so many easier ways to kill an elephant than hanging. <laughs> yeah, a lot easier ways, but they wanted to make an example. Like, don't <laughs> yeah, they created all the elephants. Town. Yeah, don't you? Don't, okay. You guys got good memories. Remember oh, this? That is brutal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they fucking hung an elephant. It's oh. true. Oh my God! Who are the yeah. ad wizards? That's the same yeah. town. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Irwin, Tennessee, is also famous for losing plutonium, like a significant amount of really? plutonium. No, like a lot like of a plutonium, lot. like enough to blow. And, and to this day, we still don't know where it is. It's like that's Marty. Enough. Yeah, more. it's uh, like that's what. Yeah. Uh, also, be careful when you're googling "hung an elephant" because you'll accidentally autofill <laughs> "hung like an elephant" and you will get very different photos. God, yeah, what they a, hung it by a fucking. What yeah, the fuck? pictures of it. Yeah, brutal. Why mm. would her name was Mary? That's Mary, the worst Mar- Mar- thing I've seen. Mar- today. Murderous Mary, they called her. Oh and, my uh, god! You gotta say strong bridge. That's pretty good. I mean, that's pretty a good bridge. bridge for the day. It looked oh. like a crane to me, but maybe it's a bridge with the you know. Uh, maybe it was a crane. Maybe Either it way. was. Either way, god. they killed an elephant. They hung an elephant to death. God damn! Uh, I always thought it, they was okay. Um, also, Edison, Edison uh, invented something to show how dangerous alternating current was, which was uh, the electric chair. Oh, uh, oh. he literally like uh, New York wanted a new form of death penalty uh, for capital punishment. And so he created the electric chair oh to help terrify people about how dangerous alternating current was. And, and then at some point, I think. It was like the Niagara Falls hydroelectric plant. So they built this hydroelectric plant, Niagara Falls. It could, it could, it could like send electricity like 30, 50 miles away, which was revolutionary at the time. But I think somebody fell into some wires and died. And of course, you know, Thomas Edison claims alternating current will kill a man. And like, look here, see? And it's like, uh, so he, he was constantly blabbing and blaring about uh, how dangerous it was. But what what happened is in 1893, Westinghouse uh, won the bid to supply the Chicago Electric Fair, the Chicago World's Fair with electricity. Oh yeah, just that was by a, under. He, is he that the first just, time they showed it everywhere? Like the big electricity? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, uh, and 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 so uh, he just undercut the uh, Edison's prices, and so eventually it was just they just went with him, and it was successful. And also um, because he did it. You know, it 
was the beginning of the end. Eventually, Edison just had to admit that alternating current was superior hmm. to direct current. Like he just couldn't keep up with with a superior invention. And he lost right, yeah, because it would cost it, him way much, way more money to try to keep building new power plants everywhere and everywhere. And yeah, he was, was a it, dumb it, move on his part. And 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 AC current used different copper wires, which was like phenomenal. I mean, like like exponentially more cost effective. Right. Right. Because it was direct current. You had to build more power plants and you had to use more expensive wiring where you could build one power plant and use cheaper wires. And it was just it just it wasn't sustainable. So um, now uh, all the things we've talked about, there's a ton of shit that he invented or it, that he invented uh, or ideas that he had that never got invented. He was okay. just one of those guys that was constantly coming up with new ideas. Like a Leonardo's notebook type of guy. Right, right. And a lot of it was accidental stuff. Like, I was doing this. Like, here's an example. He was working in his New York lab, and he's, like, tuning up some machines. And he, he, caused, a, he caused a major earthquake in New York what? City. Yeah, he caused a legit earthquake in New York <laughs> City uh, by tuning to this correct frequency. And the whole block started shaking, and he's and he just destroyed the machine. It's like something oh, wow. out of a out of a Marvel origin story. <laughs> and police show up, and he's just like, "Look, don't don't mention this machine, but this thing could this thing could be used as a weapon." Same same kind of accidental thing. He um, he tried to actually sell this one to the military. Uh, it was a tidal wave machine. Oh. He was like, "We can we can pulse uh, frequencies into the ocean, and we can actually create." gigantic tsunamis and just wipe out our enemies if we want to wow um, and 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 then the most famous one which you mentioned is that he figured out a way or he he thought of a way to accelerate mercury particles to 48 times the speed of sound in a vacuum and create a death beam or as he called it a peace beam <laughs> <laughs> It could kill 10,000 people at once. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, real marketing and, challenge there. Yeah, so he, he actually shopped that around, and only one country was interested. Tested it in 1939. That was the Soviet Union. Oh, boy. Which just seems crazy that the United States would let that get out of... Uh, yeah, that does seem of, wild. Uh, yeah, that seems weird to me. Hmm. Um now the most interesting thing that uh, he he did, in my opinion, um, is that uh, he wrote about in his journal uh, an experiment gone wrong um, that was involved with electromagnetism, and he was hit with uh, an electromagnetic current, um, which had his assistant not killed the current. He might have. We don't know what would have happened. Probably um, become a superhero. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, well, we might know what happened based on uh, something that happened using the same technology. Um, is it? But when he was in that in that electromagnetic field, when he came out of it, he said that he could see the immediate past, present, and future. Mm. Um, that that he was in a different time space event than his normal time space event. And ha and and he believed that if he had stayed there too long, it would have been catastrophic for him. But because the the electrical magnetic current was was uh, killed, basically like turned off, that he was able to return to his what he called his time space, his time. Oh, crazy, right? So, but he was like, I could see 
past and future events. Sounds like a chronovisor or whatever that thing was. Yeah, very about. much like a chronovisor. And um, so he recorded down how he did this experiments um, and, uh, you know, using high voltage electricity and magnetic fields. And that experiment became the basis for another famous time experiment, which was known as the Philadelphia Project, ah, yes. Philadelphia experiment, which, again, patrons may remember it was a very early episode because it's one of my favorites, one of my first ones I want to talk about. But um, Tesla's work was uh, when he died in 1943, the FBI came into his residence and took all of his papers. It's very hard to find some of his writings because especially the ones that control contain things like time travel and things because they were all seized by the government. Now, this is conjecture and theory, but people believe that that information and possibly some of what he discovered in Wardenclyffe led to the creation of the time travel experiments that took place very close to Wardenclyffe at the Montauk Air Force Base mm. in the underground lab. Um, and if you remember what they were trying to figure out was was they were experimenting with radar invisibility and so they were going to make a, a ship the ss l l no sit right back and you'll hear um you know, they, they uh um they were gonna make this ship eldridge the ss oh, right, eldridge, right, yeah. the eldridge uh, they were gonna make it a uh, radar invisible so they did a very similar thing with electricity and electromagnetic fields. And it also warped into a new time space. But those guys did not get restored to their original time okay. space soon enough. So they came like they came like back and they were like wedged in the fuselage. They like like, you know. Guys were like half above deck, half below deck. Guys were in the side of the ship. Yeah, hope you're not was, claustrophobic. They, they, I mean, they ripped. They shot it basically like 30 years into the future, 40s into the 70s, and then ripped it back into the 40s. And they were like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, that was we didn't really understand. Like we didn't understand what Tesla was doing because Tesla didn't really understand what he was doing. Right. But in other words, he uh, apparently also invented time travel along hmm. with uh, all the other things that we've talked about. They should have tried it with elephants first. Put elephants on that ship. They really use animals for. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get to the future. It's going to be just angry orangutans. Just so, I'm taking a sip of uh, wine to the great Nikola uh, Tesla. I have a the, seltzer. The Serbian genius that he was, right? He, yeah, inventor. Uh, Inventor, <laughs> inventor, that's... inventor, innovator. Yeah. Uh, uh, somebody said there's a famous quote uh, that Nicholas Tesla was ahead of his time. Something like he's ahead of his time. If his time were today or something like, like, oh, like, right. He was that far so ahead. of. It was so far ahead of his time that like yeah. he's still ahead of his time. If, if you were, if you were coming up with stuff today, crazy. And it's crazy that, um, oh, I forgot one thing. I, I totally forgot this. He had a design for a supersonic airship mm -hmm. um, that would fly. And he figured out that the problem with uh, air travel is that the fuel cost is debilitating because it's so heavy. Sure to carry so much of it makes it super expensive so he's like we could have these wireless 
energy terminals all along the routes and they could wirelessly just like think about lightning right because oh, that yeah. was this whole idea right is like the ship would have a receiver and we would have energy like warden cliff and we just it would just get enough power to carry it to the next smart station right so just a couple months ago a company come up with a drone system for long transports of drone involving wireless charging stations. So you basically are flying your drone. Instead of having to charge it, it can beam up electricity to it with these like charging stations. Interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. Guess who's funding this wireless startup company? Uh, is it fucking Tesla? No, it's Elon DARPA. Musk? Oh, shit. Fitz of course. Advanced Research Project. Oh, so they want to power land, sea, and air vehicles by moving energy through air. Smart. Right? Long-distance energy transmissions, no cables. And uh, DARPA, which if you if you haven't uh, heard us talk about DARPA, DARPA is a advanced research project agency, which is t- closely tied to the government. And uh, they gave them uh, $225,000 to build a what's called a whisper beam network Ooh, that will whisper. power – a fleet of drones, wireless energy to power drones all over the world. Um, and I read this and I was like, that's just Tesla's idea. Yeah. Right? They just finally figured it out. Like it's just finally figured out a hundred years it. later. How to yeah, do it right, on their own. Right. A hundred years later, we figured out that this was dead on. Right. So yeah. it's uh, um, so they they're, they're out there. Um, Electric sky is the name of okay. this company. So if you're interested Probably a good stock purchase. Electric yeah, Sky. I'm gonna check this out. Um, so very. Cool. Also make a company called Electric Sky Grow Lights. So if you're also into that type of uh, startup, yeah. um, get on one that. thing they one thing that I, I read about um, with electronic uh, wireless power transfer um, is this idea of having solar plants in space. Solar power. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like space. panels that collected air and then shoot it Pan- down. That shoot it down to these wireless stations. Seems like that's a good way probably to burn up the earth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody just points that uh, two degrees <laughs> towards our city and we're fried. Right. That's a very Austin Powers type <laughs> yeah. Yeah. problem to solve. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, but that's probably right, man. That's yeah. probably what's going to happen. So. so there's one thing you didn't mention that is interesting. Uh, Tesla created, and it may be tied to that getting a signal from outer space, and it may be the same device, but he created a thing called a spirit box. Mm. Tesla's spirit box. And you can go online and figure out how to yeah. make these. Um, and I don't know how it works, but it tunes into something and, uh, you hear stuff and I don't know if it's picking up radio wave, short wave or long wave or what, but, uh, he claimed he could talk to people that were dead with it, which is pretty like a Ouija board. Yeah. And, uh, 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 auditory Ouija board. Yeah. That's tough. I believe in Ouija boards. I had a Ouija board experience once in my life and, uh, and it, it has left me believing in Ouija boards. Yeah, what happened? Um, well, we played with Ouija boards. Um, I feel like maybe some people listening don't know what a Ouija board is, but are they are they relatively still in the zeitgeist? Yeah, I think they're still are. Yeah, they're still out there. Well, if you've never done a Ouija board, the problem that you have is that you always think the other person is moving. Right something mm-hmm. right so you can you know, do a ouija board alone you can you're not supposed to oh really dangerous because then you're yeah. like am i moving this i don't trust yeah. this guy yeah i don't trust yeah so you always think hey you're doing that and so my brother and i were using it and this 
we, fuck it. It was whatever was controlling this Ouija was dead spot on. Really? And we're both like, you're moving. I'm like, no, you're moving. I'm like, no, you're moving. I'm like, no. So we were like, let's ask it a question that neither one of us knows the answer to. Oh. So we like, we had another person there. So we're like, think of, think of some random famous person mm-hmm. and ask what year they were born. And we'll ask it that. And we did. And then we looked them up and it was right. Oh, that's crazy. That's a good and way to was, test it. Yeah. It was a really random person like that I had never heard of. Like some random scientist this guy knew. Amazing. And we were like, oh. like when we saw that, because like we're like, if this is right, if this is right. I'm gonna freak out. This is right. <laughs> and then they're like, holy shit. Uh, uh, I mean, I guess it could have been. Man, it could have been. I don't know. I believe him. My mom has a, a old wooden one from before Parker Brothers made them. It's trippy as shit. It's cool. That's a good. That's a good, that's a good night. Ouija. Yeah. I start bringing. I mean, people yeah. are coming out. People are coming out of shows now, just doing tarot card readings to make an extra buck. Yeah. Imagine bringing an actual Ouija board out there. Nah, hell no. Talk to some dead comics. Talk to Lenny Bruce. Uh, all right. Well, that's a, that's our story of Nicholas Tesla. All right. One yeah. of my favorite people in history. Uh, yeah. I've read uh, I've read uh, a couple books about Tesla. Died and, penniless. Uh, he was. He, yeah, he did die. Um, he he also didn't just die penniless. He owed every hotel in New York City a shit ton of money. <laughs> he, did. he was a yeah, he, yeah, he just, freeloader. Yeah. He just because he just stayed in these super nice places and just worked and never yeah. really he just wasn't good at like this has practical application therefore i'll build it and sell it and make money mm-hmm. um which edison was much better at capitalizing on his inventions tesla was more cerebral yeah um, he Most, wasn't as yeah. he wasn't as uh he gets portrayed sometimes as sort of reclusive and an absent mind he was he was not he just, oh, okay he was a rare showman, and he loved to laugh. He was a lot of famous friends. Um, he uh, he knew that Mark Twain had uh, incontinence, uh, <laughs> and so he brought him over once and ran that earthquake trick on him and almost made him shit his pants. Amazing. Just to fuck with Mark Twain. He was just real. <laughs> he was a real prankster. He loved to prank nice. people. Um, so, yeah, he was, he was an interesting cat. Man. The original Ashton Kutcher. Good for him. Um, <laughs> uh, back before people believed in science, it's right. really easy to to punk people for sure, right? Because like yeah. you just put a radio in their in their bedroom and the, yeah, the ghost. Yeah. Well, uh, final. This is hard to do. Final thoughts. It on. is. Uh, yeah. my, my final thoughts are uh, that I wish that people knew about Nikola Tesla rather than just his name because of those shitty cars made by that shitty yeah. billionaire. That's what I, that's my thought. Yeah. My final thought is, uh, uh, yeah, look, if you don't know about Tesla, look him up. Uh, he's very interesting. We've talked, obviously we just talked about him for an hour. Uh, but he's really, he's basically the Leonardo of, uh, you know, our modern day. And, uh, it's too bad that we've lost a lot of his technology. My real final thought is, uh, dry January sucks because about four days in, uh, you get real tired. Like I have my eyelids like half closed and I'm like, yeah, I can't, I look, I don't, I'm not talking normal. I can't think straight. So you guys keep drinking, keep drinking. Holy shit. I had too rough of a day. I need, I need a, 
I need a mild sedative. You know what I'm oh, saying? that's a, good. A mild sedative is what I. Well, listen, this has been uh, our patron episode. Thank you so much for supporting uh, Conspiracy Beer. Me, love you guys, and yeah. uh, uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, Conspiracy Beer. Me, Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. Peace. Peace.